you're all doing well. Um, welcome to another amazing session of our candidate conversations. So if you've been with us for the last four sessions, uh, you know that we've had our amazing host, Zwengosi. Uh, but we decided to give him a little bit of a break as Endunamo because we are celebrating Women's Month. <laughs> so over the next four weeks, you will have the privilege of seeing the amazing female team that, that is behind Endunamo. So, hi, I have the privilege of starting everything. <laughs> and my name is patients. I am the program's coordinator. And yes, for those that don't know me, uh, I'm sure it would be nice to put a, a face to a name. Uh, yes, so tonight we have our amazing guest, U Amanda Dudula. Uh, she's a qualified chartered accountant. And I'm sure you're, ex you're as excited as I am to hear so much about her journey, her story, and how she got to be where she is today. Amanda, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, Patience. Thank you so much. Uh, how are you? I'm okay. Um, honestly, I, I, I'm a bit saddened by the weather because, I mean, I was excited that it's summer. And then today, jackets, I, I, I didn't store my jackets away. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm so confused. I mean, I mean some or not. So, yeah. But other, other than that, I think I'm great. It's so lovely to see you. Thank you so much. I'm actually uh, having a heater uh, right next to me. So, you I see didn't what think I'm that talking would be, about. Yeah. yeah quite a great one. <laughs> so... <laughs> I didn't think that you will still be having hitters at this uh, time of the year, but yeah. Exactly, are. yeah, August. Um, so Amanda, I have had the privilege of chatting to you over the last few days as we're preparing for this, but I'm sure our candidates would love to know who Amanda Dudula is. So can you just give us a brief background of who you are, what you do, do i'm sure everybody is really interested to know about that okay thank you so much patience um uh, I, they are on the line let me just greet everyone that's on the line um and uh basically amanda is a lady from the eastern cape um i grew up there uh, i'm a mother i'm a mentor uh, i'm a finance professional and um, I basically just have the love for youth. Um, I uh, currently work for a state-owned company, um, a company that, that's actually very famous, uh, ESCOM to be exact, as um, a financial manager there. And prior to me uh, joining ESCOM, um, I had uh, had various roles in different companies. Um, I've done my articles with um, KPMG back in the day. Okay. And um, from KPMG, I moved. Uh, in fact, within KPMG, I was in the entertainment space. Um, oh, really? Yes. Um, so we were, we were actually auditing the music houses, television, um, consumer goods, like your luxury goods. And, okay. um, yeah. and from there, 
I switched to financial services um, in Ren Merchant Bank, where it was completely different uh, doing the financial instruments. They're doing IFRS reporting, basically your treasury middle um, office functions. Um, I stayed there not for long. Um, that was um, the first run group. Then I moved over to the insurance side of things within first run group still. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Um, at the time, it was um, Momentum was still the subsidiary of first rent at the time. So I moved mm -hmm. over and I did a specialized um, insurance. But within that um, environment, I was in the um, uh, investment space, whereby we were basically investing the premiums um, on behalf of clients and, and, you know, those annual premiums that corporates do. So it was never like a, the, the, the individuals, but it was more the corporates and with this with the IFRS two schemes, uh, like share based payments. Oh, then, lovely. Yes, then subsequent to that, I moved to power lines, uh, which is like ESCOM now. Um, mm -hmm. And those are like your high voltage power lines, the transmission division of the business. I moved yes. there as, okay. a, as, a, as a finance manager, um, basically looking after the financial reporting, the IFRS, the training um, of staff, uh, auditors, you know, tax, all the matters that basically involve um, financial reporting, like your VAT and tax um, tax, and the consolidation of, you know, our nine provinces. So basically that's the journey. But then within ESCOM, as you would know, ESCOM is a huge um, company. So there's I been various. <laughs> yeah. I see, we see things happening. We, we don't have electricity and we complain, but I'm sure there's a whole lot that happens behind the scenes oh, yeah. that we don't know about. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, ESCOM is a huge company. Because uh, within uh, ESCOM, there's been movements around, have been um, into strategy. Uh, I'm now um, in the insurance side of things because ESCOM has its own insurance um, where we're doing basically accounting policies for insurance products and uh, different, um, you know, clients and so on. So, yeah, basically that's where I'm, I'm at. Can I, can I just ask, while we're on that, Amanda, what prompted you move? Because I'm, I'm hearing you speak and voltage was never part of the equation what prompted you move to ESCOM? I mean, was it, was it a recommended, like, did you, what in you made you think, okay, not now I'm ready, I'm going to move to ESCOM. What was that about? Um, it was basically part of the growth strategy, personal growth okay. in particular, because okay. I was moving into a higher position um, in ESCOM and it was a management role. And, oh, wow. um, Yes, and you know, with ESCOM at the time, um, it was still one of you know the best um, employers um, within within you know the, the industry. In fact, even in the world. So okay. uh, the role, when I looked at the spec, the role was very demanding. It was huge. It involved a whole lot of you know um, uh, a lot of functions within the finance and there I were opportunities 
Exactly. So there were opportunities within um, mm-hmm. ESCOM to actually move around. So there was huge, um, in fact, there still is huge potential for growth even now because um, ESCOM business is here to stay, basically. Electricity, yeah, everybody yes. needs electricity. Everybody does. Uh, so, <laughs> All through <yes>. the <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. No, that's, so, yeah. that's amazing. Um, that I, I honestly... Um, I, I think that's that's remarkable that bold move that you did because it was not even along your lines and you're like you know what this is the time I'm going to go for it so that's quite remarkable Amanda. Um, yeah, it also <laughs> sorry just to to add in the it it also just yeah. show, uh, shows um, that if you are in the the finance um, you know space you mm-hmm. can move anywhere you can because I mean if you look at what I've audited and you look at what I've been before, where, where I've been before ESCOM, you can actually yes. move anywhere in any industry because at the end of the day, reporting is reporting. It doesn't matter what product you report on. Yeah. Oh, nice. That is, that's, that's actually very mm-hmm. good. Thank you so much for, for adding that on. Thank you, Amanda. Um, so you are a qualified CA. Please yeah. tell me. Um, we've got We've got candidates that are obviously aiming for that, for that designation. What does it mean for you? Is, has anything changed in your life since you qualified? Tell us about being a CA. What does that title bring to your life? Is there any value at all? Um, there is a lot of value in becoming a chartered accountant in South Africa particularly in times we live in right now, because chartered accountants, it's not only for you, it's for the society at large. It's for for, for families because, you you know, financial literacy is a huge problem in in South Africa. And um, there is no better uh, finance, you know, professional than, I can say a chartered accountant because that person is an all-rounder. So um, the the CA designation for me has actually opened so many doors uh, Mm -hmm. in particular and and even within the space where I work in because you you find that people start listening to you. Wow, yes. I'm going to do that CA essay. Yes. Yes. And, and they start actually thinking, oh, okay, that's actually important. But when I said the same thing before, it was like, I know we've got other important things. But like, besides just relax, that, we'll come back to you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And besides that yeah. also, it, 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 it is a very self-fulfilling, um, you know, it, 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 it just brings a fulfillment in you to say, listen, because it's a long journey, so I'm, I've finally finished, uh, you know, my, my, my race, and mm. I can add value in so many different ways, not just, wow. um, yes. you know, at work, in society as well, and um, at home. So it's really been good to me, yes. I think there's something very profound that you just said, and that is financial literacy. I think maybe we overlook how important financial literacy is, not just for you, the chartered accountants, but for 
everybody, even just the mother in her home who's trying to make yes. that hundred grand stretch a little bit more. You know, financial yes. literacy is something that should be taught like across all boards. So I, I think that's a yes. very profound thing that you mentioned. So thank you for that. So thank yeah, um, you are a previous candidate at Indunamu. Yes. How was that journey? What 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 stood out for you um, when you were with us? Like, was there anything in particular? Any favorite moments? Talk to me about that. Um, you know, with with Indunamu, the the one thing that stood out, in fact, one of the things that stood out for me was the personal touch in everything that uh, the lecturers, yes. the staff. Um, put on and the structure for me was also key because i mean we've studied at other universities before at other institutions and it, it it's hard not all universities provide the kind of structure that indunamo actually gave particularly in your financial accounting mm. um, okay. your, your your tax your 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 what's this the manic they're actually famous for manic as well <laughs> um, yes so that is the devil for most students so i found that very important and they are systematic and um, so so for me that actually there were so many aha moments um mm. when i was studying oh, I like that. Aha moment. Yes, yes. That, that's very nice <laughs> so many so many of those to say oh my lord i didn't see this thing this way but they they, they bring a different angle into a concept into a scenario and the exam technique oh my word needless <laughs> to say anything but yeah thank you that uh, i mean i don't know any day any day wow that is that is very profound i mean you mentioned you just mentioned the exam technique so um tell me where, did you study at a different time I'm, I'm sure you did i can imagine it was not covid related so now we've yeah. got we've got our candidates that are trying to develop systematic um exam techniques under covid 19 situations and it's, it's obviously different from from when you started what would you tell this candidate? How do you develop a very profound exam technique in a situation you've never been exposed to in your entire life? I'm, I'm, I think you can imagine the struggle that we're going through. Um, so yeah, tell us a, a bit more about that exam technique that you, that you think Indonamo is famous for. Um, first and foremost, uh, COVID-19 presented a lot of opportunities right um yes there's a bad side but i think we need to pick up on the positives okay, uh, one, okay. one being time we, we, we we've been given time to actually go through the the, the literature um you know a bit more but on the exam technique side of things my take um has always been whenever you whenever a candidate is answering or putting a solution down the the most important thing is planning you just okay. cannot go on without planning mm -hmm. and in before planning you have to understand what uh, the, the 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 question wants because if you don't understand what the question wants you are not going to plan correctly 
So okay. you, you need to follow a, a systematic approach and be method. Basically, just take a, use a method. Just be mm-hmm. methodical in everything that you do. Now, within the exam technique space, uh, if I can just make an example, yes, if, you, if yes, you're responding yes. to, if you're responding to, say, auditing, uh, you, mm-hmm. you, you are asked to audit maybe PPE, whatever the case is, some acquisition, whether it's a loan that they, the, the company went to get from the bank, you need to sort of plan as if you are about to tell a story. Now, when you okay. tell a story, okay. so, so when you tell a story, you don't leave out any parts. The story forces you to put in everything according to a certain way. Now, yes. um, so all companies, they, they purchase something. They, mm-hmm. you know, they, they take loans. Some companies take loans and so on. So, so you need to ask yourself, before that purchase, what had happened? There must have been a meeting somewhere behind closed doors. There must okay. have been some committee, whether it's board, whether it's EXCO, whether it's whatever. So but now you've got to check. Thing there must have been a starting point. So you have to start there to say, listen, okay, give me the minutes, give me whatever. And then you audit to check the validity and the authorization of that, both from the accounting side and from the auditing side. And there must have been an agreement. So the agreement has terms and conditions and so on. So you check that to make sure that that is the next step. Can you see that uh, I'm starting from the beginning and going you're going and i'm there with you yes i'm also funny yes the listener is also yes yes, exactly so so i'm telling a story then after my agreement then i then go to my sort of bible that is ifrs because at the end of the day i'm an accountant so now what does ifrs say to me as an accountant ifrs says you must account for this thing like this and so on and so on so that's where you fill in your recalculate reperform do this fair value that and so on you bring in experts and all of those things then after all of that you would then have you know subsequent events or subsequent times now what happens after i've done all of this uh, ifrs um, requirements then i have my impairment i have my depreciations i have my all of these things my you understand to move on now up until the end. So if you, if you don't use the steps, you, 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 you're likely to lose some of the marks because now when you approach a question, uh, you know, with a, with, with a story-like sort of um, system, you're likely to beg mm-hmm. a lot of marks. And this applies to your financial instruments. Financial instruments, it would have happened somewhere there would have been an order, there would have been a focus, there would have been an order, there would have been FOB and so on. You draw a timeline. Mm-hmm. Groups, same thing. There would have been a purchase of, of maybe an of associate, whatever. Yes, and then things would have changed. So you follow a process, draw the timeline so that you understand the events at each stage gate. So that is key. Wow. Um, and in text again, I mean, in text, they put in all sorts of things. You have to understand who are the taxpayers involved here. Yes. Well, you know, that's, so that's yeah. very important, Amanda, because 
you are saying, what you're basically saying is in order for you to score all the mics, don't leave anything out. Don't be in a rush to summarize. Tell the story. How did it start? How did we get there? Let's audit fully. And I think that's very beautiful for our ITC candidate, like everybody just to, to get to know when they go into their next assessment. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. And speaking of assessments, tell me, what is it that stood out for you um, when you were with Indianapolis? Was it assessments, mentorships, the lecturing team? What do you think you will hold dear to your heart um, going forward? What stood out for you at Indianapolis? I think the, the first thing that stood out was the dedication. Wow. And you also um, mentioned the personal touch, which was quite nice. Yeah. Yes. The dedication. Oh, Rendani works. Oh, Rendani works. Oh. Everybody no, yeah. works his work ethic, I imagine. Yes. The work ethic, the work ethic of the lecturers for me stood out. Mm. And, and I, I remember a lecturer called Ferdinand as well uh, and my D. so those guys work they would keep us until late but it was worth it it was all worth it and and the the, the part i also liked was that they they would never leave any student behind oh wow they, they would never leave anyone behind and they would say after explaining and explaining a couple of times to, to a student, they would say, okay, please remain behind. We're going to have a chat. And the other thing that I liked the most, they had transport for students who didn't have, um, you know, and transport and who day. stayed. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> they they had transport. <laughs> exactly. They had all sorts of, of, of enablers. Um, you know, coffee and all of those things to just keep you awake and uh, focused. So there was no way that you could be absent when you are in lectures. So you had to be present. So um, I think that part stood out for me. And also, um, you know, their content. Content was good, structured, accounting. They had steps. This is what you do. So basically, they would give you a game plan of whatever okay. topic that comes to mind. So um, you would know if a topic like this comes up or whatever, mm -hmm. I know the first step is this and this and this. And even if it came in a different format, but in your mind you have steps that you know you will you, follow. So yeah, that was awesome. That is beautiful, Amanda. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Thank you. I just want to ask you one last thing before we move on to our questions of the candidates. So um, we are moving closer to November, and that is when our candidate, our ITC candidates are set to write the examinations. Yeah. What do you think they should focus on the most? Um, as a previous ITC candidate, what would you advise them to do? in terms of just preparing we've got about two to three months left before the examinations what's the best yeah. game plan like you said that you can give that you can give them um okay uh, i've got a, a couple of tips that um you know i can give them the first yeah. one <laughs> the, the the first one is they need to believe wow okay 
The first one is believe. Make sure that you have some kind of belief. If you doubt yourself, um, that, that is going to work on your mind. Mm-hmm. The second part is there are no shortcuts in this thing. Please put in the time. The time. There are no shortcuts in life. Please put in the time. The, sec- the, the third one, um, trust the process. So, um, the process. That's a trust, yes, trust the process. Yeah, everything else that comes through that trust, just be okay. Yes, just be okay. Trust the process. Follow what um, the lecturers ask you to do and avoid burnout. So, um, but burnout is not good. So, make sure that you have strategies to um, avoid the, you know, burnout and, and, and so on. Exercise, pray, whatever you believe in, please pray. It is very key that you pray. And um, yeah, put in the time and work. And exam technique, guys, it's no joke. Plan your answers. And it, it, it sounds like, uh, I mean, back in the day, it used to sound like when, when lecturers say you, you must plan, they'd be like, I know you're wasting our time. Hey, this would be a waste <laughs> of time. No, it is not mm. a waste of time. Please learn. Yes, mm. please learn how to plan. It is important because if you plan, you are likely to score more marks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Amanda. That, that's very brilliant. Um, uh, everybody, we are open to questions. Please send them through whatever group you're in. Um, yes, uh, I'm, I'm here. We're waiting. And Amanda, while we're waiting for questions to come through, allow me to ask this. In your journey to qualify as a CA, did you ever fail? Was there ever a time where you have exhausted all your CTA, ITC attempts and you're like, okay, maybe this is it for me. Like, just, just tell me about that. Or was it just a smooth sailing for you? You qualified just like that. No, 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 no. You know, I used to call myself a return soldier uh, because, because um, I, I did uh, my articles uh, when um, ITC was still called QE, qualifying exam, QE1. QE, yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, at the time, we were given five chances. And I exhausted all my chances. So the exam used to be long from eight to one. All my chances were exhausted. So, and then I decided, oh, no, this thing is, I need to take a break and just live my life. And yeah, um, yeah, I started just, you know, relaxing. But I figured later on that, no, man. I need to finish this thing because there was that guilt. Yes. Yes. So I felt so guilty not finishing it because now I would feel, yeah, there was that void that, listen, you have to finish this thing. And I, yes. So I went back and redid CTA. So I have two CTAs. (laughs) And redid CTA. And, um, and then wrote the, the now ITC. And even with, with APC, APC was not smooth sailing either uh, because okay. I repeated, yes, I repeated um, APC and yeah. it, was, it was so difficult, but you have to dust yourself and you know, move. And now when you study 
um, at an older age, it becomes a struggle because now there are kids involved, there's life happening outside of studies. Yes, so it becomes so difficult. You have to plan your time, you have to have a timetable, you have to have structure in your life. If you have no structure in your life, unfortunately, uh, you're going to struggle. Yeah. That is beautiful. Um, okay, so guys, what I'm getting from Amanda is perseverance is key. Um, regardless yeah. of whatever phase you are at in your life, um, you just have to, if you set a goal for yourself, be determined, get it done. And yes. but a question, Amanda, from Ushilongi. Actually, Ushilongi has two questions. So okay. question number one, I feel like I ask myself this question a lot of times. What career advice would you give your younger self? I think that's a very deep question. Go back with when you're 18, finishing high school. What, what would you tell yourself? Is this the journey that you planned? The journey that I planned at 18? Yeah, your younger the, self. What would you tell your younger self right now? All right now, okay. What I would tell myself right now is, I would work backwards, right? To say, um, let me look around, you know, uh, around me to say exactly what is it that makes me happy? That would make me happy. What, what kind of um, passion do I have? Whether it be entrepreneurship or like normal business or medicine or whatever the case is, what is it that actually excites me? And I would actually try it out. You know, I see, um, you know, those, those initiatives where you need to bring a girl child to work or a boy child to work, yes. such initiatives. Yes. yes. So such initiatives, I would really join those to just taste all the, 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 the industries to see exactly what is it that make me tick. Then work backwards to say, now to find out the course or the path that I would actually take to get wow. there. As opposed to working from bottom up, it would be a top-down approach for me. Yes. So you're saying, in essence, do not be afraid to discover yourself. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, that, do that not be afraid. And that is mm -hmm. to avoid doing a, a course because your parents say go and do a particular course. Then in second year, then in second year you drop out. So there's a lot of cases like those um, these days where kids, they just say after second year, no, this is not what I wanted. Or even after graduating. So we need to avoid such mm -hmm. because job because this is what the adults meant for you to do and you just follow that yes. path that is very yes. deep so um shilongi yeah. to answer that question do not be afraid to discover yourself figure it out um, that's what she would tell her younger self and I, I i love that answer and shilongi has question number two which is what was your favorite subject and why so you had four disciplines across itc which one do you pick as your favorite? And why? <laughs> uh, I would pick management accounting and mm. finance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was my favorite, favorite, favorite subject because um, I did mathematics. So it was, for me, easier 
to, mm-hmm. to, to respond to basically anything that comes my way because uh, mathematics, you know, trains you to have that lateral thinking and, uh, you know, a certain kind of, of thinking. So, yes. so it was more like algebra to me. And, uh, and uh, it really made sense. It made a lot of sense for me, uh, even in business and, and a whole lot of things. So that was one ex- uh, um, course that I really, really loved. And yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's beautiful. Yeah. I'm sure if Urindani, our manic lecturer, is listening, he is loving that as well. Thank you so much for your answer, Shilonki. I hope you're happy. And um, we've got a couple of questions coming in. Um, allow me to go through them. So okay. I'm going to go to the next one. Please ask Amanda if throughout her CA journey, um, did she have a mentor to guide her along the way? And what did she take away from the experience? If not, does she wish that she had one and why? from okay so this is basically the is we want to know about mentorship what is your okay. standpoint on Endunamo's mentorship program etc so yeah tell us about that okay um i did not have a mentor and um i wish i had a mentor because um i i mentor people myself and i think wow Yes, I, I, I mentor quite a number of guys and, and I see the importance of uh, mentorship because I didn't have one and there was no one to keep me in check or to motivate and so on. So it had to be self-motivation. And yes. with that self-motivation, it would just be to look around me to say, okay, who inspires me? And um, I would just take notes from, you know, those people and ask, um, you know, some colleagues who've walked the journey uh, ahead of me. But I, I believe mentorship is important because mentorship is, is, is um, particularly, I mean, I've seen uh, uh, in Dunamo, I mean, the mentors, they are great and they have a very nice mentorship program. Uh, that for me is key because we, we're not the same as people. There are things that I can be comfortable asking in class. And there are things that I will not be comfortable asking in class, right? So now, my mentor would be the soundboard of some of the things that I could not get in class to say, listen, uh, I want to know this. I have a weakness here and there and so on. And my mentor could be somebody who has a network who can say, mm-hmm. okay, no, this is how you do this or skills for that matter to say, this is how you should uh, approach a certain, uh, you know, scenario. And this is yes. how you should do it and so on. So mentorship is key for me, for anybody, whether you are studying, you are in business or wherever, mentorship yes. is key. Yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. Thank you so much for that. So in essence, you just can't do this journey alone. You always need that support system, hey? Yes. Yes. That is beautiful. And I think this would probably be our last question from Udiva. Uh, It says, hi, Amanda. How can one market oneself for the job market after articles? What is the point of departure? 
Okay. Um, after, in fact, the, the, the most important part um, that one needs to understand is mm. what, what is your passion? Mm. Because now if you have passion in something, you don't worry about money, just worry about fulfilling your, your passion. Um, mm -hmm. the, the one thing that is good about being CA is that you can follow any path um, we, still within the confines of, you know, the CA route, but you can be in medicine, you can be in legal, you can be anywhere, but still be a CA. Mm -hmm. So um, make sure that you understand exactly what your passion is, because if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, You'll be wasting your time. It's utile. Sooner or later, yes, yeah, sooner or later, it will catch up with you, and you will get to a point where everybody annoys you, your bosses annoy you, and so <laughs> no reason. Yeah. So yeah. find passion mm -hmm. first, then you can move towards that direction. Because right now, um, you know, the CA on its own is not mm -hmm. going to bring oysters on your lap, unfortunately. You have to work still. You, you, you still have to work because now we, we're living in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment where technology is everywhere. Now go mm -hmm. there and, and learn technology things, whatever it is that you have passionate, uh, you, you have passion uh, about. Go and mm. learn legal if you want to be in estates because now there's tax involved there. And then go, go to academia if you want to be a lecturer, right? Yeah, so yeah, find yeah. something in, that is aligned with your, with, with your passion, with your path. Otherwise, um, if you're just going to not do something, then... Mm -hmm. Because even mm -hmm. within, within business and entrepreneurship, there are short courses that um, you should perhaps do about leadership, about other things, you know? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I love the fact that you say just because I'm a qualified CA, it doesn't mean that doors will automatically be open for me now. You know, I don't just have oysters at my feet. I still need to yeah. put in the work. What is my yes. passion? Tag, auditing. It's, it's a very broad spectrum, I, I imagine, hey? Yeah. Yes. It's very Thank broad. You Thank you, Amanda. I think we are done with our questions. Um, unless I've missed anybody out, which I don't think so. I, I'm just going to ask you our final question for this evening, Amanda. Um, so what final words of encouragement would you have for our candidates across the board? Because we've got straight from BCTA to APC. So all, and you've been through that journey, all four yeah. courses. What would you tell our candidates right now? Some exams have been postponed. So much has so much is going mm. on. What's mm. your word? What's your final word of advice to our candidates? Um, they need to keep their heads up mm. all the time, um, and uh, particularly with COVID, because there's so many things happening around us. Parents are dying. You know, grandparents mm -hmm. are dying, mm -hmm. and so on. They need to keep the faith. Because, um, you know, these exams test character. Wow, okay. They, 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 test you, they, they test your character. So you need to rise above 
those challenges. The challenges will be there, trust me. So um, mm. um, there, there needs to be some survival mechanism or a survival strategy. If running is your thing, go and run five kilometers. Yes. If, if yoga is your thing, do that. Look after yourself. Avoid multitasking too much. Because mm. I know with, with um, you know, candidates who, are, who have kids, the kids are at home, it's COVID, there's, there's um, homeschooling, there is all sorts of things, there's work this side, there's you this side. Please just, you know, do a timetable and make sure that you sleep at a particular time and um, you, you, to avoid the, the burnout again. I did uh, talk about burnout earlier on. And your, your studies, yes, your studies must be a priority, of course. Um, just make sure that you understand the concepts. And if you, 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 you go through your studies and break things, you know, the chance for productivity, you have to kill the rocks first before the gravel in order wow. for you to be, to, 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 to be productive. So focus on productivity. Make sure that all the big things, you kill them out. Otherwise, you, you, if you start with small things, you get exhausted before you look at the bigger you things. You get bigger things. Mm. Yes. So um, just have a, a strategy in order to, to, to manage. Otherwise, you'll be happier. You'll, be, you'll mm. be happier if you do all of these things. Structure is key. Structure at home is key. Structure at work. Structure in your studies is key. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Amanda. Um, if I get any other questions throughout the course of this evening, I'll definitely send them to you and I'll send them back to you guys, the candidates. But guys, thank you so much for joining us for our first ever women's edition. Um, I hope you will tune in again next weekend. Uh, we've got a different host and like I said, it's the endonormal female team. So you guys will want to definitely see all our faces so that next time you talk to us, you can, yeah, put the face to the name. Amanda, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our session. And I hope everybody was just as inspired as I was. Structure is key, guys. Let's remember all the lessons that Amanda has given us. And have a good night. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a lovely evening. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.